There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome to Morenita, a deep dive into the Latinx experience. With Morenita, we want to create a community and a shared space with you while sharing knowledge and inspiration. This show is about celebrating our culture with guests who exemplify the best of us. I'm Darylin Castillo, y te invito. Karina Ortiz is an award-nominated Dominican actress born in Santo Domingo in the Dominican Republic. Soon after college, she booked the role of Mercedes alongside Lin-Manuel Miranda in NBC's Do No Harm. She's best known for her reoccurring role as Margarita in Orange is the New Black and her supporting role as Lupita Garza in Nat Geo's The Long Road Home, a role which garnered her a 2018 Imagen Awards nomination. Karina Ortiz, hello. Welcome to Morenita. We're so excited to have you. Madeline <laughs> Castillo, I am so honored to be here. Thank you, thank you. Just so everyone knows, Karina and I went to the same college together. Go Beavers. Yes. <laughs> we, went, we went to uh, the City College of New York and we... You studied theater. You, you, you majored in theater also, right? I did, yes. Eventually okay. I did. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, was, what does eventually mean? The unknown. What <laughs> What do I not know? What was that about? Um, originally, I was pursuing like business administration. Like, I could see that. To follow the footsteps of my father. Oh. And um, I was like, um, no, I kind of don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's so funny about you saying that is that I think a lot of people in the, at City College, they became theater majors out of another major like they they took acting or something or then they were like you know what this is kind of cool let's do this like I, there are so many people that were like business majors like doctors like all this all this stuff um but i had no idea that you were right. interested in business i kind of wasn't like i always wanted to do you know acting and singing like singing was the thing i really wanted to pursue first mm-hmm. and 
I realized I was terrified of being in front of people. And that's when Mm. I was like, oh, they have theater classes here. And I saw like, I don't know, theater one or acting one. And I was like, let me just take this so I can start being comfortable in front of people. Mind you, I had absolutely no training and singing. I was horrible. No technique. (laughs) But I took that um, acting class and I was like, "Uh, you know what? I've always kind of dreamt of doing this. Like let me switch my major. And you're doing it. I love that. Yeah. The business thing was kind of like, just like, oh, this is safe. It's my dad's thing. I never even imagined to go to college to study art, you know? Okay. So let's rewind for a second because let's, let's, let's go back. Let's go way back. So what in the beginning for you, first off, I know you're Dominican. Wepa, yes, to, to Dominican, Dominican power. Um, yes, baby. And you were born in Santo Domingo, so I want to know, like, from your upbringing, because we both have different upbringings, being Dominican women. But um, what was that like coming from DR to New York? What was that journey, and like, how did that lead you to the arts? Were you always interested when you were little? How did that begin for you, your journey? Uh, I, I did always have the acting bug out there and life was totally different over there, especially when you're, um, so young. Cause I came here when I was five. Mm. So up to that point, it was kind of like paradise. Mm. Um, it was like, you know, the beaches and the palm trees and everything seemed so much like easier. Mm. I, I, me not knowing exactly what my parents were dealing with anyway, or like, you know, whatever the poverty and all that good stuff. But I had a big family out there and a lot of cousins. So for me, it was paradise. It was fun. It was about playing and using your imagination. Mm. And, um, I've told this, this story before, but it's kind of like my earliest memory of exercising that and kind of leading, um, in the, you know, the dream and the fun and the play, which was kind of like putting up little shows together with my cousins. And I'd be the one to be like, we should do a show, you know, the lights go out, the electricity goes out all the time. So yeah, go out, yeah. And I'd be like, let's do something, you know, like <laughs> they were like, okay, Karina. <laughs> yeah. They're like, okay. And you know, we had a lot of, we had a lot of fun. Like, I don't know. I put together like a fake little fashion show at my grandma's house. And like anytime that there was an opportunity to do something like that creative, I, I jumped on it mm-hmm. and I had no problem leading it. Um, I think when I came to New York, I was kind of disgusted. I was like, what is this? I mean, you're coming from paradise Mm -hmm. and you come here and it's cold and it's dirty (laughs) and it's stinky. You're like, what happened? (laughs) I was like, I remember I cried. Like, can we go back? Wow. For years, I was like, we need to go back. Like, this is, I just didn't understand. It was such a downgrade. Yeah, yeah. You were like, what are we doing here? So what was like your family, what was your parents dealing with that and that reaction from you? Like, how, how did you, well, you know, now you're still in New York, right? If I'm not mistaken. So you stay girl. So what's popping? What what was that journey for you? Wow. I mean, I had, first of all, I had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy and Poppy were like, um, you want to eat? You want to have a roof over your head? Here we go. Exactly. <laughs> like you may not understand, but you know, we needed to be here because my younger brother has cerebral palsy. And really we came here because one of the doctors mm. out there were like, you need to see a doctor in New York 
that knows more about this than anybody here. And so we kind of had to take that step for him. Like if it wasn't for that, maybe we would still be in Dominican Republic. But yeah, I mean, I, I started having friends out here and like, after the years went by, I felt a little more disconnected Mm -hmm. from uh, Dominican Republic in the sense that I was like, I don't know how to get around over there. So I call 911 if something happens, I started feeling like less safe Mm. and more like anxiety. And so I got used to living here and the way things worked out here. And then you mentioned that um, your brother has cerebral palsy. um, And uh, how did that affect? I mean, you came here at five, like what a heavy, uh, subject to come to a new country first off right be in this completely new space and now you're dealing with um this thing that's happening in your family like how did that affect you uh and especially how did that affect you leading into your artistry you know so when it came to like my brother my mom i feel like she did such a phenomenal job Mm. in his care that like there was I, i i noticed very little of like I think the severity of some of the things that she probably was dealing with as a Mm. mom, for me, it was just, okay, my little brother needs a little extra Mm -hmm. help, you know? So it wasn't like he was different for me. It was just like, Oh, he needs a little extra help. And then he had a surgery on his legs to try to help because cerebral palsy tends to affect the muscles in a way that they're so tense, Mm -hmm. you know, it can affect the way that, that they walk. And just the way that they use their muscles and their hands and everything. And so I remember he had surgery um, and both his legs were in casts and it just seems so normal to me. I was like, okay, good. Like he got surgery. He needs a little help. There was nothing like victimizing about it. Mm -hmm. Like he was pretty like strong about it. My mom was strong about it. So, you know, I didn't feel like there was anything wrong going on. Right. Right. I think you know, I noticed one time like people looked at him differently because there were some boys on the street that made some comments about him. And I was just, that was a shock to me. Cause I was like, why would you yeah. You can see that he needs a little help? Why would you say anything mm-hmm. mean? And that was my first memory of like, Oh, the world sees mm. him differently. And some people are not right. nice. Right. And then yeah. going, and then going from that and into your career as an actress and the changes and jumping into that kind of motion into that new world. So <laughs> It, there's, you know, you love this, the, the challenges of the new, the newness. So when did this, did your parents always support you in the idea of arts or were you just always, I know you mentioned your dad, uh, is involved in business. So what, how did this connect for them? They saw it as like a, probably a temporary fun <laughs> thing when I yeah. was little, you know, like, they're like, that's nice. Okay, you're doing that. <laughs> Right. Exactly. That's nice. Like, you know, I would, I would get my little brother to do things. Like I I have a tape in third grade that I made just singing and like saying jokes. And and he joined me on some of that. And so it was like, Oh, that's cute. You know? But like, I remember I had to go to an English teacher in like sixth grade, like, Hey, I want to, I want to be an Mm. actress. And, And she was like, here's a monologue book. And you know, I don't audition, but like, I knew nothing. And my parents, like my mom supported me by, I don't know. She took me to Barbizon modeling school because I begged and pleaded (laughs) with her. That whole thing was a whole scam. It was a scam, you guys. It was a scam. (laughs) (laughs) 
we were learning about the business. Uh, one star <laughs> would not recommend. <laughs> Listen, I, I we've all been there. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I remember they did like tongue twisters or something and I was like, yay, feeling like, oh, they're going to make me a model actress. But I, I couldn't show up for the graduation and they didn't even call to make sure I was okay. I was like, no. they were like, she's not coming with the, ch- it's fine. I don't know about this. <laughs> Right. So you're <laughs> they're like we could, we took your money and and that's really all that matters. <laughs> right, right, which is a business learning lesson in this business. Yes. And I think that was to the extent she was like, I mean, that was money she didn't even really have and and she did that for me and then that was kind of it. Like she literally would be like we're just not born into that kind of family mm. and meanwhile my mom is from the same town of uh, as maria montes which is barona yes. very small town mm-hmm. southwest near haiti yeah i think you know she she had a dream of becoming an actress or being a singer and it was just so out of reach that i guess she those were the tools she received right. and i think she and my dad tried to protect me from a very difficult career choice. And plus you see all these things about like, you know, artists overdosing or like all these like extreme things is what would come to her mind. Especially here, like this, the celebrity world and all of that and what's being thrown in front of their eyes. Yeah. I'm sure it's not the best example. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it was like, no. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billings, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. When you finally made that decision to switch over and you're going to you're going to college for this, your parents said what? I was like, um, <laughs> I mean, you might, I don't know what your experience was like. Some people actually got a lot of support and I'm going to call the support in their own way, but mm. yeah, it was more like, um, okay. 
what about like, you know, um, physical therapy, which is something I was interested <laughs> in because of my brother. Oh, okay. It, it was, yeah. It like, I would have more interest in that than the business thing, but yeah, it was kind of like, why don't you do that? Or anything that was more secure and safe than acting. It's not their fault because they came from where they came from and they dealt with struggles that we don't understand. And so it's like, I get it now as an adult. Right. But I do see like other people that speak on having that kind of support growing up because their parents had a different upbringing and belief system. And I'm like, ah, that would have been nice. But we all have our journey. We all do. Was it a little little hurtful or like a little bit... um just getting down to the nitty gritty of it. Like, was it a little discouraging? Because already this industry is discouraging. You and I know that (laughs) firsthand. So, you know, to have your parents be like, why don't you do something else? You know what I mean? And so was that discouraging a little bit? And how did you overcome that? And then you, yeah. And then we'll talk about all the amazing things that you got to, you know, like, and the things that you're doing. Um, But how did you overcome that discourage feeling that, Mm. Oof, you mm. gotta, you know, pick up the pick it up and just keep on trucking. It was it was difficult because I felt very alone for a long time. And it's like sometimes I did cry about it or I would tell them like, I just wish you would support me or I wish that you would believe in me. And I remember one time I was like, when I win an award, I'm not going to thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be like, my parents didn't believe in me, but here I am. <laughs> the ultimate diss back. The ultimate, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I, don't, uh, I wouldn't do that anymore. I'm very grateful. But um, it yes, was difficult. Yes. I had some rough time. I was depressed. Like rough times. I was depressed. I was like, and you know, the only community I had was like you guys in City College, really. And I absolutely loved my tribe out there because it just felt so free you know, everybody mm-hmm. was so supportive out there. Um, I always had wished that my parents gave that to me, but it was, it was hard. And, and I, and I, as I grew older, I realized like, you know, they're, they're doing the best they can. And in their eyes, that's them trying to protect me and trying to love me. But it was, I, I, it was difficult. And as you said before too, like generational, I feel like it's just something in that, mm. In that, in those waters, yes, yes. <laughs> they it's just sometimes they don't get it, you know. No, and how can um, they? I mean, I can't imagine traveling to another country with three kids, and one of them <laughs> has special needs, and like the other one is like, I want to be an actress. <laughs> yeah, and had your parents come to? Um, just out of curiosity, did you guys know anybody in New York? Like, did you guys have family here, or did you guys come here like cold turkey? We had a little bit of family here. Like one of my aunts was here already and they were able to kind of help us, but we were staying with them for a bit. It was very full house. And yeah, yeah. yeah. So we had that much, but other than that, my, my mom, cause my mom came first, my mom mm-hmm. really hustled like on her own. And I'm just like, I don't know how she did. I'm like, she's a miracle worker. Cause I, I she would clean offices from like morning to night have neighbors watch Mm. us in between, come in between her breaks to cook and then leave again. Like, I don't know. God bless her. I'm like, I mean, inspiration though, for that obviously stuck with onto you and you know, how you're hardworking, dedicating vibe and energy. Um, God bless. So you're in city college and we're vibing. We're like learning theater and we're doing the (laughs) things. So 
I think something that's always interesting for people, especially like, cause you and I, we didn't go to like an Ivy League school. We didn't go to NYU. We didn't go to like a top notch theater program. We didn't have those resources. Right. So people always ask me, they're always like, so how did you like go from city college to like Hamilton, you know, or things like that. And I'm, and I'm curious for you, like your journey, what was that going from city college to now the real world? You know, mm. I know that when I was taking classes at city college, I didn't even think about like, Oh, Ivy league versus this or that. I didn't even, mm-hmm. you know, I was just for me very, I guess, uh, naively. I was just like, Oh, theater program. Great. It's good. Like, there's nothing, <laughs> you know, it wasn't until later that I was like, Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So they probably have a the different vibes. kind of education, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I took what I learned. I learned a lot. I had, you know, you guys, like City Call, we still keep in touch, obviously, but like, I just, mm-hmm. I love that support system that I got there. And anything else after was really just continuing training and trying different like schools or teachers and coaches. Mm. And, you know, I can't speak on an Ivy League education, but sometimes in this business, you just never know. You know, you can go against the Ivy League person, but you're just the one for the role. And sometimes coming from a place that's not so privileged really allows you to see the world in a way more three-dimensional way. That. Yeah. And so sometimes there's a little bit more depth to it. Not to take away from anybody else. Obviously, they're doing their thing. They're doing the thing, right? (laughs) They're doing the thing. (laughs) And we in the same room, so. (laughs) Okay. And we're in the same room and you're on Broadway and Hamilton. So it's really about doing the thing, I'm saying. And um, really about your commitment towards it, your passion towards it, and your integrity towards your craft, really. Yeah, and you you actually, I remember because... I think, was it when you graduated, you did Platanos and Collard Greens? Yes. And Just right about after, Greens. which was an incredible. And you did the tour too, right? It was in New York. And then did it, did it do a little small tour? Yeah, they, they I... used to tour around the country. So we would perform oh, in all these okay. different states and different uh, colleges or organizations sometimes would, you know, fly us out and stuff. So that was pretty cool. I did that for about four years. And how did that feel? I know that you say that because I know your experience was like city college with theater. Mm-hmm. And like for me, seeing your journey, like the fact that you got to come out of school and do a show about us mm. is uh, extremely rare. <laughs> yeah. So um, that was like, I mean, I remember when you booked that, I was like, oh my God, like, because for me, all I know, like all I knew was like, all the white shows I couldn't really be in. So, you know, okay, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so when that happened, it was almost like, like it, you were an inspiration for me. Cause I was like, Oh mm-hmm. my God, that can happen. Like it can happen. Maybe right. it could happen when I graduate or it could happen, but like you can find your group and like find yeah. your role and find something that speaks to you. So was mm. that, so when, so I'm curious for you because, because you had such a great like experience kind of coming out of school into something that's like, oh, this is for me. What was mm-hmm. it like when you realized when you've gotten some of like the rejection because of now entering the world of, oh, I'm a Latina. Wait a second. Not everything is platanos and collard greens. 
<laughs> exactly. Um, no, you, you're right because especially back then, I think maybe in the Heights was just starting to come out, for example, around that time. Yeah. And um, I remember when I saw it, I was like, whoa, like that was the first time I saw our people, right? Because before then, I'm like, my voice doesn't fully fit these Broadway shows. And I was like, maybe Wicked and I'll be painted green. (laughs) (laughs) Or like West Side Story or Rent. Those were really the options that I fit in at the time. And even for West Side Story, it's so crazy to think. But like if you're auditioning for Maria, it's like this this version of Maria that's very like, I don't, I don't know. Mm. Like I remember auditioning for it and it was like this whitewash kind of Maria thing. That is so funny. You say that because it's like every Latino that I talk to, who's like, ah, oh, West side story. I'm like, that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billings, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You're the first person that's actually been like, yeah, you know what? That's really whitewashed. Like, it is. And Anita, like, all of it is hella whitewashed. I mean, beautiful show. Don't get me wrong. Beautiful show. Of course, of course. Gorgeous. But a lot of the people they were booking, I remember, yeah, at the time when I was auditioning for it, it was like they booked, I think, a white girl to play Maria. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, I mean... It's still happening today, is all I'm going to say. It's still happening today. <laughs> exactly. And so, but, um, you know, in yeah. terms of all the white shows and stuff, like I was auditioning for roles that were Latina. Once I started transitioning into TV, but yeah, a lot of them were kind of the stereotype, you know, drug dealer girlfriend. And, you know, it's it's definitely changed over the years. But that, that was tough because I was like, you know, should I change my last name? Like, what do I need to do to get in there in order to create change once I'm in there? Like, what is it that I have to do? You mean change your last name 
change your last name from Ortiz to something else like Americanized? Well, so my mom's maiden name is Tamburini. And I was like, all right, it's Italian. It's close enough. Like maybe they'll, and then I'll be like, bah, I'm Ortiz. <laughs> no, I've, I mean, listen, that's been done in history and history and histories of our industry, you know? So, I mean, not only with Latinos, but with Jewish people and just, just, it just goes on and on and on. But, um, you mentioned something about your transition from theater to TV. So what was that for you? And was that just, or was that just something like natural, like your agent just was sending you out for stuff? Or did you just have a shift of focus where you were like, I'm done with theater. I'm ready for TV film. Mm. Uh, I had always wanted to do like more TV film, but I had booked like an indie feature and then I had booked an indie short. Um, and as some of these indies go, they never end up anywhere and they right. didn't, <laughs> but I had footage for like submitting to an agent. I didn't have an agent at the time. And then, um, my first TV job was through Lin-Manuel because, you know, I was still doing theater. I was in that world. We had met. Um, and one time he had reached out cause we were friends on Facebook Mm-hmm. And he reached out and he was like, Hey, um, do you want to audition for this new series to play my little sister? And I was like, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, exactly. I was like, um, sure. And, uh, I auditioned. It was my first TV, like co-star audition. Mm. And I ended up booking it. Yeah. So, yeah, I was like, what? Um, and after that, like I had the footage from that and I had like the footage from whatever indie thing I had done. And then I was like, this is where I want to go now. Like, I want to, I want to really just take this on versus the theater. Um, and I started submitting to a bunch of like agents and managers and that's when wow, I got my first wait, agent. So you actually didn't even have your, your agent or manager when you were doing everything before. Right. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's what we call ladies and gentlemen, a hustle. That's what we do. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, that's what it's about, right? Like submitting and submitting and submitting. So you did speak a little Mm -hmm. bit about when you were um, going in now for these TV roles, you know, and such. Mm -hmm. How did that affect you? Like seeing the kind of roles that are out there for people like yourself and myself, you know, like what, are you, what, what in your mind was like, oh, this is how it is. Or like, how how did you deal with that? Because that's something that I'm still struggling with, you know, especially me, who's like Mm. rarely viewed as a Latina in the industry. Mm. So for you, like what, what was that process like? And, and it still is like, I would say. Yeah. Um, I think like, you know, after, so it's like you book the the first co-star and it's the younger sister of Lynn, which is, he's like a scientist and stuff like that. The mom is Priscilla Lopez. So you're like working on this cool, like dynamic. And then it's like, you'll book your next role and it's like blue bloods and you're the drug dealer's girlfriend. Right. So right. you're wearing like the bra showing the boobs and little boy shorts. And you're saying, my Bobby, like how? Yeah. And I remember being on set, like very self-conscious. Cause it's like, I'm there with the bra that makes your boobs look like two cup sizes bigger and the booty <laughs> shorts. And I'm like, and I'm thinking like, well, I got to pay my dues. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it, it was an opportunity. And it, of course it gave me credit and like, 
you try not to judge your characters, but then it's like, I don't want to always play that. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, I don't know, look at orange. I played Mm. a drug dealer's baby mama. Yeah. But that role was different because the show, as opposed to just like a little co-star jumping in and blue bloods and playing the stereotypical, you're just a drug. This was like a character that was involved in the other lives of other people and children and like, right. It had layers. So I had, right. There was layers to it. Um, but I know I didn't want to get stuck on playing the same character over and over again, you know? Right. And something else that you like, you said that just made my, made my, my, like, I got like chills on my body, but it's like, mm-hmm. It's the roles that give us the opportunity, I think, as Latinas to like show our story and show our and it's okay to show our struggle, but there has to be layers like and I completely feel you on that because now like when my manager sends me, I boppy little co-stars. I'm like, yeah, girl, we're not (laughs) doing this right now. We're done. We're done with that. (laughs) Girl, there was even there was even one that was like it was for a Dominican Dominican girl. And she's actually talking about how her um her like her hair was better than the other girls and i literally told my manager i was like this is problematic and you cannot send me something like this again because like i can't because that's like it's a huge problem in our industry like you know colorism and good hair and um who has the lighter skin tone and this or that so like i was like we can't we can't support this (laughs) don't send me that but it's like are you seeing a change? Are, are you seeing, are you seeing things now? Um, and I know that we've been through a lot with COVID and um, the pandemic and still are going through that. Um, has there been a shift for you? Are you still fighting and combating some of that? I feel like there has been a shift in terms of a lot more opportunities. Like there's a lot of lead roles that are looking for Latinas in a lot of the new series. So it's been really cool and diverse. Like there, I've seen some sci-fi kind of things. I've seen, I have seen the cop thing as a lead. And, um, and then you do have your urban kind of series as well, where you don't judge it because some of these people, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like I played this character in orange. I couldn't judge her because I knew her Mm. like I actually know someone Mm. and why can't her story be told and why can't I honor someone like that? So I think it really depends kind of like how we spoke earlier that it is layered, you know, that this is not just written as, as a stereotype. Um, but I will say that, yeah, there's a lot, it's definitely changed from when I first started and definitely has a long way to go. They do need to see us not as a monolith. They need to see that we come in all shapes and sizes and color. And I do find that like a lot of the, you know, Latin roles, Latinx, Latino, um, Latinas, um, I find that a lot of them are also like, they don't really know Dominicans. Mm. So a lot of the, like, there's some coming in here, creeping in here and there, but a lot of them I find are like, you know, could be West coast or Mexican or something that's not Caribbean. And so it's like, that's lacking. I feel like that's lacking for me, even though we're seeing more of us on TV. I want to see the Dominicans on TV Mm -hmm. and I want to see them in all their colors. Like you did in orange. When I saw that show, I was blown away because I'm like, Oh my God, they're showing like different colors, different ages. Like I was just blown away. It was like the first of its kind. 
Absolutely. And I think that we're like missing some of that again, I think in the world of entertainment and shout out to your girl, Laura, who was on here with us from Orange is the New Black. (laughs) She was wonderful. When I saw her on the show and I I heard her speaking that Dominican Spanish, I was like, I feel so represented. Yes. I had never heard someone speaking no Dominican Spanish on TV. The other thing too, is that when you were saying that you were like, Oh, you've never seen Dominicans. And I'm like, well, cause the problem is the only Dominicans they want to hire, they want to put them in black roles and like put them in that, mm-hmm. which I've been pinned in before multiple times. And now I'm like, right. can I speak some Spanish? I'm like, <laughs> Thank you. It's, like, it's like, it's great that you're pinning me for these and I'll play them, but also I can go in for exactly. this. And I think that's the other thing too. It's like reconditioning the minds of the people in the industry. And I'm trying my best exactly. and I, I love my team and they, they support and they push, you know, they're like, you know, well, Daryl's an Afro Latina. So like, if there's a way you can spin this role and like, you know, make this geared, if you really want her to come in and read or this or that. And it's like, there are so many other shades of colors of us. Yeah. So many. Exactly. The orange is the new black did such a great job. And I, I loved you on the show. I love loud on the show. Everybody's amazing. That show's bomb. Uh, what you. would you say? She, killed she did. I was like, girl, you murdered that. <laughs> Yes. Thank you, Laura. Um, but what um what do you think your favorite thing that you've done so far? Like favorite role, favorite like filled your cup, filled your thing to keep going on, you know? Oh. Um uh, it's really torn between like orange and then I did long road home mm-hmm. because I pre- I appreciate I appreciate different things about them. Like obviously to be a part of orange was a big thing because Again, it's like that first show of its kind. And it was like a global sensation. And it's like us. And that was very special. Yeah. And I thought I was only going to be there for a one day role and then kept writing me in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I loved being a part of that. And I, I loved, uh, my character's not in the prison, but like I loved interacting with people like during the premieres, for example. It was just so beautiful and incredible to be a part of, you know, something so life-changing to be on the red carpet with these people. And like, so that was like special. And then, you know, long road home, I hold very near and dear to my heart because I'm playing a real person. And just to clarify long road home, that's the uh, film that you did. Um, and where is that located? So that one is on Nat Geo and it's a limited series, uh, of eight okay. episodes. Excuse me. Yeah. And it's dedicated to, you know, some of the heroes that were in the army. And, you know, I played the wife of one of them and one of the soldiers. I learned so much kind of like about, you know, the life of the families that stay back home. Yeah. And I just have so much love and respect for them. And the woman I played, like, she is just... I love her. I'm in love with that woman. <laughs> like I didn't know I was playing a real life person until I was on like the the makeup trailer the day before where they were just testing out whatever looks. Yeah. And um the producer came and he was like, Oh my god, she's Lupita so excited. <laughs> oh my like, god. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I would have freaked out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. I kind of played it off and first like, oh my god, she is. <gasps> oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> it's so different Um, when you're playing a real person like it's different it's a different task 
it's more pressure, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I still, you know, I, I gave it my all and regardless of whether I, you know, I knew it was her, I wanted to do it justice regardless. And I don't want to be in front of the camera, say action, unless I'm there. Mm. Like I'm not, I, I don't want yeah. to fake it, but doing that was like, holy crap. Like she wanted mm. this. And, and I had to allow myself to go to places that nobody wants to go yeah. to. And, and it's, we develop a little trauma, mm-hmm. right? Like I'll see if something on TV pops up and it's like a, a military show or like not one of the like high action superhero, but like a realistic thing or a story, I'll start feeling like things mm. in my body, like triggers because I, I did go so deep into this woman and who she is and what she yeah. went through. Yeah. Uh, so that project will always, always hold a special place in my heart. Um, I watched cause each episode is, is geared towards a different soldier. So it was a very intimate uh, screening mm-hmm. that we had with her and her sons and, you know, the producer and Martha Raditz. And it was very mm-hmm. emotional. So I'll never, ever yeah, forget it. It's a beautiful, beautiful project. And your scenes are like, you really, yeah. you really go there. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and they cut some of the stuff. I was like, cause I, whew. you were like, we, you're like, we really but went yes. there, but they couldn't handle all of that. <laughs> They were like, first of all, I mean, when we did like the first takes of some of those scenes, they were like, Karina, <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I guess they weren't expecting it. And then like they were crying and I was like, I don't know, I need to get ready for the next day. <laughs> but those are like life-changing roles. Those are like things that stick with you forever. And that sounds like one that will never, yeah. ever, ever leave you. Um so right. out of all the amazing things that you've done and everything and what is happening now, girl, where are we at? I know the pandemic is still alive and well, but, um, where do you see yourself with your acting career? Do you see yourself like coming back to theater? Like what's popping when you coming over to Hamilton? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, let me know, girl, cause I'll, I'll audition, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah. I've been still auditioning for, um, some really cool projects and some new series and and it's, it's a blessing to see a lot of these like lead roles being for Latinas. Um, and I finished doing a short film with Elaine del Valle called Brownsville bread, Mm -hmm. which is literally based on her life. So again, I'm playing like her mom, she was young (laughs) and, and that was a very special project. Cause I've been, um, like, you know, we've been friends for a couple of years, but like I saw her do her one woman show of, of the story and she was just mm. amazing. I never forgot her performance. I remembered her story. She did it. I mean, she told it so well. And so for years later for her to write, you know, a script, I'm so excited for her. I'm so proud of her. Yeah. This is her baby. And I was so honored to book this one and, and shoot it. And I'm very excited about that. Oh, I cannot wait to see what else is. I'm like, I already know. I'm like itching. It's like already coming. It's already here. It's already there. <laughs> I feel it coming. I'm manifesting it for you. <laughs> oh my God, please girl. <laughs> um, no. And then, um, 
with uh, Jasmine Romero, our very own from CCNY. Yes, Jasmine Romero is also with Sonoros. Shout out to Jasmine. Yes, she is. Jasmine. Go Beavers. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm so happy for her as well because she has her telenovela going on and I have a fun little role on that. Tell me the role. <laughs> Tell me everything. Tell us everything. So um, she's Karen. Her name is Karen. Okay, Karen. And um, she's a receptionist to like one of the big characters on there. And um, yeah, so they're shooting, I think, their second season now. Amazing. So I'll be taping again and I'm excited. Yes, Princess of South Beach. Everybody go listen to Princess of South Beach. It is amazing. Everyone on there is hilarious. Yay. Ex Mayo is also on there, who's my best, best friend. Um, yes. Yeah, and Laura, everyone's on there. The, the Sonoro squad is in, in the house. So make sure you take a, a listen. Yes. Uh, Karina, here on Moranita, we do this incredible, incredible thing where we ask our guests a specific question. Mm -hmm. And I want to know, can you share with us one mm -hmm. thing that always reminds you of home? However it is that you define home. Uh, palm trees and warm ocean water la playa <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i i was in phoenix uh for thanksgiving and as soon it's like when i see those tall trees i'm just automatically taken back there or if i go to la and i see the palm i'm just mm. like i feel at home if there's palm trees i'm just like so like yes, attached yes. To them. well girl when you're ready to move to la let me know if you if you want to let's go let's go let's go have a little road trip <laughs> oh is that what you have because actually i'm, I'm going soon. soon but i feel you actually oh. yeah we'll talk okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Hablamos. We'll talk. karina thank you so much for being on morenita thank you for coming to visit us it was such a pleasure to oh talk to gosh. you and speak to you and see you thriving and um i can't wait to see you again and see all the incredible oh, things you do thank you so much thank you so much i'm so excited for you i'm so freaking proud of you let's do it girl let's do it thank you karina <laughs> besos bye Karina and I talked about our journey together from our college days to our roles in Hollywood and how we plan on pushing to keep moving our careers and representation forward. Sometimes when we think about our journeys, we think about our own struggles and it's important to remember what our parents and families sacrifice for us so we have more opportunities. Karina, when she spoke about her mom, reminded me that we work for ourselves and for those that come after us. Atrévete. Morenita is a production of Sonoro in partnership with iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. 
You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.